Take care, wife. Sorry, it's joy for me to be back home. Blazing fire is my home. Good evening. Thank you for having us. Um, greetings from Uganda. Greetings from Celebrate Hope Ministries. A ministry of heart, actually, right from its beginning. And you have faithfully hanged in. You have faithfully donated and given. And we just came up with that small video as a testimony of what God is doing in Uganda. And for you to see your investment in faith, how far it has gone. Came with my wife, Rebecca. Those of you probably have never met her. Will you please stand? <laughs> yes. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. We have four children. You've had Jocelyn uh, writing that letter. We have Joyce is the eldest. She's 19. Uh, Joel is going to be 17 uh, next week. So he was not happy that we are not home for his birthday. And um, Jocelyn, she's, she's, th she's 14. Father, Daddy, why are you stumbling our age? Okay. And uh, Jotham is eight. So we have two boys, two girls. We thank God for that. Thank God for what has done through our ministry in Uganda. And we thank you for being part of us. Pastor, thank you. People know about you. Uh, they've never seen you, but I've always told them about our great friends and pastors. We have who bless our hearts. You bless us too, Pastor. God bless you. Thank you, church, for having us visit and uh, to share. And if you're hearing me for the first time, just want to warn you about my accent. You know, open your ears quite well. Quite well. Once again, I honor my parents, mom and dad, and um, my sister Sherry. As you heard Pastor say, one of us is not with us, he's with the Lord. We thank him for that, for the work he did. He was part of that part of the graduation we had last year. But my parents are loving as ever, and my sister in law, she's here with us, and we are continuing with what Pastor Tim wanted to do and what, what he loved to do. We are saying, we are going to move on in the name of Jesus. We know most of you have had challenges in life. We grieve with you. We celebrate with you all this, the breakthroughs the Lord has given you. Amen. Amen. And we know that our, our, our faith is not in vain. We know we are on a journey. We are moving. Uh, and God has seen us through tremendous, wonderful things. But tonight, I just want to share with you uh, this is still beautiful. I, I had the worship today. I had the sharing today. And I saw the move of the Holy Spirit. And as we started preparing our visit, I felt the Lord is calling us to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. To listen more to the Holy Spirit. And to take him as our friend. Our immediate, nearest friend. Do you know what? He's so, so close and near to us. Even much more closer than our wives. And you may not, you might ask Fred, what are you talking about? Do you know what? Because he, 
he's so close not only from the outside but to the inside. So wherever you are, and this is going to sound a little funny, even when you go to the bathroom, he is with you. I've never, you know, when I was thinking at he has never said, okay, you are going to the bathroom. Somehow, probably, your stomach has not been going too good. It might, may not be smelling so nice. I'll stay here. The, this is the reality how close he is to us. As many times we take him for granted. But he's that close. No matter what. In every situation. He is. <laughs> He's that close. <laughs> you know, it's a manifestation of what the Lord promised when he was. He said, I'm, I'm going to leave you a comforter, a friend, someone who's going to be with you all the time. And you know what? Uh, within our own, and I pity those guys, the Peters, the Jameses, the Bartholomews, those guys had a tremendous, difficult time to understand the things you are going. Now, you are going to leave us somebody. Why don't you stay longer? How long will it take us to develop a relationship with this new person? I mean, why do you have to keep changing leadership? Three years you are going, you leave us another one. For how long will this new one stay with us? I think these were all the puzzling questions going through the minds of these brothers. But you know, he said, I'm leaving you with a comforter, a friend. And I, I wonder how these disciples felt to be left with another person. What else is he going to do? Is he going to heal? You've been healing. Is he going to feed us? You've been feeding us. Is he going to teach? You've been teaching. Is he going to make the lame walk? I mean, we've seen so many. Is he going to drive out demons? Well, we've seen many demons go. Now, why are you calling him a comforter? What do you exactly mean? Is he going to do something you know, that you haven't seen? Is he going to cry? You cried at Lazarus's grave. Is it something new? What are you talking about, Lord? And many of us sometimes when we think about the Holy Spirit and the things of God and the encouragement to get out of him, we go like, what are you talking about? And many times when the Lord called the Holy Spirit our friend, some of us, we have these four areas we think our friends are. Some of our friends are very close. Very, very close. And you don't even have to invite them to come. They'll be there. That's category A of friendship. He's there. Even when he takes a day without hearing, he picks a phone call. A, a phone. He picks a telephone and calls. Okay. He's there. Whether invited or not invited, he's showing up at your door saying, hello, how are you? Okay. Probably that's a good friend. But listen to this second one. This second friend of ours only shows up when he has a need. When he has a need, he's, he's showing up. 
I need this, you know. You know, as you know, as we've been... And this, this kind of people, they even remind us stories of the things, the events we shared with them. We just had testimonies from the teams going out to preach. So that when they have needs, they're friends. That's category two. I don't know where we are. But also have those friends at heart. But they're not frequenting our places. We know them, we love them, but he's out there. We talk about them when it is necessary. But when it isn't really needed, he's it's out there. We have them at heart, but they are far removed from us. We also have this other category, the fourth one. Those who are not only friends, but who actually become family. When someone is not only being looked at and seen as a friend, but someone who turns out to be a family. He grieves with you. He cries with you. He walks with you. He goes extra miles with you. He's right there. He shares the feelings. He shares the joy. And that is our friend called the Holy Spirit. He's right there. At every point of our need, he's right there. That's why I'm sharing tonight, I'm saying the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. How he inspires us to know, appreciate, and live by his ministry. And you know what? Uh, you know, the, the, the person of the Holy Spirit carries out all the totalities of our lives. Everything you think you have in your life, everything I think I have in my life, he takes care of it. He's there with us. Because he knows his ministry pretty good that I was told to comfort these people. I was told to befriend these people. I was sent to be with them 24-7. I was told when they cry, I cry with them. We've gone through our time as a family. And not only here, even back home, my brother passed. Like, as we were settling, we lost a great brother, a pastor also. As we were settling, now it came right into my family. My uncle died. My uncle, my dad, was following. Boom. No, his wife died. Two weeks later, he died. Week, the other weekend, I buried my other uncle, my father, brother, second brother, in two months, boom, gone. So, like, in my life, I've been in a life for a time of mourning since the passing of my brother, Tim, from November. I've been, every month, I've been mourning. Every month, we've been mourning at my house. Every month, we've been in a funeral, burying, funeral, crying, hugging this one, wiping tears of this one. I mean, it has been tough. How many months? Five months? There have been months... I cannot describe to you. But this is what the Lord told the Holy Spirit. And the reason why he's right there and I feel his presence. Because he says, he tells me, Fred, I was sent as the third one from God the Father to God the Son. Now I'm the third one coming to say, I comfort you. You deal with my heart. You deal with my emotions. You deal with the time when I feel I'm not loved. And you also heal 
my soul. And, 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 and you know, that, that's when we, the, the old hymn comes true. It is well with my soul. That confession cannot come if someone does not have a steady ministry of the Holy Spirit. We are all friends and all need friends, but we need one like the Holy Spirit who does not forsake nor leave us. He is right there. And I really thank God for the ministry of the Holy Spirit because he promised and the Lord promised him and the Lord fulfilled his word in Acts chapter 4, verse 31 to 32. Acts 4, 31 and 32. I like these words. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. I like that one. When they got filled with the Holy Spirit, they started speaking with boldness. No matter what. Come, may situation come. No matter what, we are speaking with boldness that we are overcoming you. I'm speaking with boldness because I have Jesus. And you know, when I read that verse, I was like, I want to be that bold with the presence of the Holy Spirit in me. I want to be that bold. When these sisters were sharing and how they were really going around and bringing people until right there, right there, Jesus. Boldness. But verse 32 is as well so beautiful. Listen to what he says. Now, the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own. But they had everything in common. Now, they had everything. The church was filled with the Holy Spirit. Meaning, the individuals were filled with the Holy Spirit. They received the boldness in him. We need the, the new touch. The new feeling of the Holy Spirit. So that we can be bold to confront any situation. We can be bold to deal with any issue. We can be bold to be common in suffering. And also in common in victory. In the name of Jesus. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need the benefits from him being in us. We need, I need that, those benefits. I need them, Lord. I need them. We need his actual presence. Not seemingly present. But we need him to be actually present. Some, some, some believers, our brothers and sisters, sometimes they feel like, I, 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 I think he hears. No, he hears. You remember my introduction. He even goes to the place like that. Because he's there. Right there. Each one of us needs that kind of baptism. Each one of us needs that kind of relationship. A new feeling. 
the new wine cloth pressed down shaken together and running over and uh, and even when whenever i think of scientifically you get a cup and you put in water and you leave it outside water evaporates so if you want to keep this cup filled to brim after every given period of time you come and add on water that's my little science i studied about evaporation heating and evaporation and cooling and stuff like that and so clear and evident here because you guys sometimes get snow sometimes you get wet you know we don't have those kinds of confusions in africa it's like either sunshine or rain period no spring no fall no what but you know what if <laughs> If you are a cup left in the winter and you, your water froze to brim and in summer the water evaporates, we need a refill in our lives. And that is the Holy Spirit to be refilled. We haven't reached yet. We haven't reached my brothers, my sisters. We are on a journey. We are on a journey of growth. We are on a journey of faith. We are on a journey of attaining what the Lord wants us to receive by power and grace. Praise the Lord. So we need the Holy Spirit. We need that boldness. We need that touch. This is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter verse 23 and verse 24. Jesus went all over teaching and healing the sick. Paraphrased. And part of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to inspire us now to continue with the work Jesus started. So if Jesus went healing, preaching, the Holy Spirit is now charging us to continue the work he started. If Jesus preached, we need to preach. If Jesus went, we need to go. If Jesus comforted, we need to comfort. If Jesus fed, we need to feed. If Jesus cried, we cry with others. If Jesus loved, we love others. And that's why I love this church. I keep coming back to this church. Because you love. You've loved us so much in Africa. You've loved you loved my ministry. Even before you see anything I've done. Because this ministry has been there for like three years. I rode off from another ministry I was serving to start several of ministries and to go back to the villages. When I came here, Pastor welcomed me. Okay. He trusted me. You take risks, Pastor. <laughs> and I'm so thankful to God that we can share those testimonies. This is one lady that, that house you saw we are constructing. This lady, she's HIV positive and her husband died of AIDS. He died and left her with the five boys. Ask her the reason why she had many boys. He said, uh, my husband kept looking for a girl until we ended up having five boys. But also my brother died and he left behind a damp and deaf son with her children. When her husband died, the family 
chased her. And she started living in five years. She lived in five different places. Five different places. And those places are sometimes under the tree or on the veranda. By the time our ministry found her, being recommended and identified by the local church pastor we are working with, she had been invited by her ailing grandmother just to come and take care of her. And in the course of her settling down, thinking that now she has got a shelter for herself to leave, the grandmother died. And it was a grandmother from her mother's side. We are a patrilocal community. I think you understand what I'm talking about. Now, this lady was told, you have no inheritance here. You are to move on. Right there, the church identified her. And we constructed a house. This lady, Madrin, with her five sons, and one given to her, they are settled in that house. The Holy Spirit, through the ministry and the leading of the Holy Spirit, you've been donating. But your love of donations like that caters for lives like that one. Matthew 24, 23, 24, the Holy Spirit inspires us to continue the work of the Lord Jesus. And verse 24 is very good. It's very beautiful. Jesus healed different kinds of stuff in people's lives. Disease. This is the commonest. Even if you are sleeping and you, someone wakes you up, what did Jesus do? He healed diseases. Okay, simple. But you know what? The Bible talk, calls them affliction, those who are afflicted with pain. That is that, that word, those words are so deep. We have different kinds of pains. We need the Holy Spirit to work through our lives for us to identify those kinds of pains and how to deal with those kinds of pains. We are hurting a lot. All of us are cross. But so we thank God for the Holy Spirit. That he can help us to identify those diseases. Can help us to understand the afflictions of people. And those who are oppressed in different ways. I thank God for my brother who said. 45 days I'm not cracking cocaine. Praise the Lord. That is the time the Holy Spirit sets a person on a journey. A journey of recovery. A journey of transformation. Will you be obedient to the work of the Holy Spirit in your life so that there is no weapon that is forged against you that shall prosper against you because of whatever the enemy is bringing in your life. We break that. We come against it in the name of Jesus because we have the Holy Spirit working through and within us. We need him. We need him. It's not only a feeling, it's not a feeling, but the actual touch. You, you go like, can you feel that little small pebble in your hands? That touch of the Holy Spirit. So the Lord is just challenging us. He's been setting me on a journey of a challenge and really to understand the mission. In Isaiah chapter 11, um, 2 to 3, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The mission to heal, to bring joy, 
to release. We need to be healed. We need to be released. We need him to come into our lives so that we can be part of that mission. He is upon me because he has anointed me. Can you imagine even the Lord acknowledging the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The son of God saying that. And not only that, he has anointed me. And not only that, and he has set me on a journey. We need the spirit of the Lord to come into our lives. And not only that, to anoint us, but not, not only that, to set us on a journey. We need the Holy Spirit if we need a revival in the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need that. We need that. We are not going to compromise. I, I, I like the freedom here. People are free. People are free. People are free. When I first came here, I had never been in a worship environment like this. So my first encounter, my sister Michaela brought me. Oh, is she? Okay, she moved out a little bit. I was like, okay, I'm learning now. But I kept understanding and learning. And you know, there is a huge deep love from the Spirit of God. I know an author. He has written a very good book. This man, he said, Daddy, do you love me, Daddy? How much I love you, Daddy? And I read this book. I, I wish I could meet this guy and say, thank you, guy, for this book. <laughs> His first chapter, he describes the time he became a father. When his son was born and how he needed to adjust his... Okay, now. I've become a father. My son has come. Just trying to accommodate this whole son in his heart as a father. And opening up, thank you, pastor, for that book. I've read it. I've been blessed. If you've never read that book, read it. Because the Holy Spirit being given to us by the Father, it is just a sign of love for him to continue his abundance of prevailing in our, in our lives. His abundance of prevailing within our situations. And the three things we benefit from that, then I'll close. Our time is, oops. First Corinthians 12 of 9. This verse gives us three major things I want to leave you with. The take home. Take home number one. Faith. If you read that verse. Faith. The Holy Spirit stirs faith in us. His presence like ignites us to go whatsoever. I, we have tons and tons of stories of the things we've seen in Africa. Because we only... <laughs> you coming? Welcome, brother. You know, we only survive there by, by faith in its full sense. And I'll take you places, pastor. And um, I'll take you, okay, right there. Now, you, you better get ready. I've had situations where brothers break down and they tell me, I've had enough, don't show me. Another and I had one who told me, I'm not coming there, it is a bit dirty, but I've seen. I said, okay, I'll take you back to the hotel. <laughs> Faith. Number two, healing and transformation. You need the Holy Spirit for purposes of your personal healing 
and your purpose of transformation. We haven't reached yet. We are still going on. And number three, miracles and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus, by the presence of the Holy Spirit in us, we are going to see miracles and wonders manifested in our ministries, in our lives, in our churches, in our homes, in all whatever we do. We need him. You need him. You may not afford to miss an opportunity when he comes. And an opportunity when he has set himself on a mission of being manifested amongst us. Just think about that. Just think about that. A friend who is not only showing up when he has a problem, but a friend who has turned a relationship, not only an acquaintance, but a person who has become family and part of you. Through your emotions, through your hurting, through your suffering, through whatever. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We'll be praying later on, but uh, we're visiting through with Rebecca very quickly. We'll be going back um, soon and um, still want to give you an opportunity to minister through the Holy Spirit. We have a table outside there. You can just visit us and uh, get to hear about children and a uh, few stuff we have there. And whatever we do, we do it with the work of the Holy Spirit, sponsoring children, helping them out in a specific period of time, you roll off, the family takes off by the Spirit of God. Pastor, may the God Lord bless you.